Good morning, fellow explorers. This is Siren Murr, and today is Thursday, August 17th. Sorry about that. And we are live with our very first positivity pop-up in a very long time. <laughs> so welcome back to the show, and thank you for listening. We hope that you start your day off with on a positive note, and I have a few stories to share with you to help you along that journey. But before we get into our stories, um, today is Thursday, August 17th, and that means that it is National Black Cat Appreciation Day, National I Love My Feet Day, <laughs> National Nonprofit Day and National Thrift Shop Day, which reminds me of episode number 134, which was just released a couple weeks ago, actually. That's our uh, dollar store makeover episode. Sara, did you hear it's National Black Cat Day? I was just uh, happening to hear that. That sounds quite interesting. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I threw that one in there just for you. <laughs> How's your week so far? Uh, it has been pretty good. Good. Um, for those who missed it, this is Siren Sara joining Siren Murr. And good morning. This is nice and bright and early on a weekday. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I kind of like this. So I might have to think about doing this once a week. Yeah, so I, I was just telling our audience that it's been a while since we've posted a positivity pop-up, but we're back, and we couldn't be more happy to be, to be so. So I have a few stories for you this morning, Sarah, and for all of our listeners. All right. I'm all, I'm all ears, all black cat ears. <laughs> all right. Our first story is about a young man who is a an offensive lineman at East Michigan, East Michigan University. His name is Zach Conti. Zach is a senior. He's a walk-on player, and that means that he doesn't have a scholarship, so he's paying his way through school. Um, he does that by working multiple jobs, and I'm talking like hard labor kind of stuff, um, ripping up carpet, <laughs> doing other types of construction work. But he was even going so far as to sell his plasma. Um, just to try to pay for his college tuition, which is about $7,000 per semester. And I don't know how many of you are athletes, but if you are playing football or any sport for a school, you have to maintain a certain grade point average on top of all of that. Um, and to boot, no, I'm not Canadian. His mom is battling some medical issues. So sh his mom needs a new kidney. So he's got a lot going on. And I guess he was, uh, there's a, fe a fellow offensive lineman. His name is Brian Dooley. He's at Michigan as well, Eastern Michigan. Um, he said that the amount of work he saw Zach Conti putting in both on and off the football field pushed him to work even harder, too. And he was so inspired by Zach's hard work that he wanted to do something to make it a little easier for him, especially after learning that Zach was likely going to have to quit football in order to keep working so that he could pay for his tuition. So Dooley is in his final year of grad school, and he's he's got a full ride 
um, scholarship to the school. He worked with their coach, their head coach, Chris Creighton, to get his full ride scholarship transferred to Zach Conti, who is in his final years at undergrad. But Zach's going to not only be able to use that scholarship to finish up his bachelor degree, but he is going to be able to use it to go to grad school as well if he chooses to continue his education beyond his bachelor. Um, try not to cry. This is a real tearjerker. <laughs> Dooley said, the O-line brotherhood is something that is hard to break. We have each other's back. That's why I wanted to get Conti's back. If Conti wasn't here, I'd give it to somebody else too. If somebody is working that hard and they deserve a scholarship, I want to give it to them. So they surprised Zach with a scholarship at a team meeting. It was very emotional. Of course, I'm going to post a link in the description of this episode, so check it out. The whole team cheered. Um, it's going to make you cry. I'm quite positive of it, unless you ha don't have a heart. <laughs> But Zach Conti said, it just felt unbelievable. Like, I felt like my hard work has paid off. I can't really describe it. You work this hard for this long, and you just hope a day like this comes where, like, you're finally rewarded. It was a great feeling. Well, that's awesome. How about that? That's a great story. A very good feel-good yeah, story for the first thing in the morning. For sure. So their coach was like, you know, wait, I never had anything like this happen, but they were able to get the scholarship transferred, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So this next one is a little short and sweet number for you. This was um, this was actually reported earlier this year, like back in January. There's a young lady who has been battling cancer for more than four years at the time. Her name is Delilah. And apparently, little Delilah listens to the granny winning song, Hey There, Delilah, by the Plain White Tees, like every morning in her um, cancer ward before she, you know, starts her day. And the hospital staff knew this, obviously. So they reached out to um, the Plain White Tees to see if they would do something special for her. And, of course, Tom Higginson, the lead singer, did not disappoint. Um, he recorded a surprise video for her where he was going to play Hey There, Delilah, just for Delilah. And <laughs> in the video, so he starts to sing the song, and then he's like, oh, you know what? I got a better idea. <laughs> and then you see him, like, walk off screen on the video, and then he walks into her room. So he's in this little girl's room with his guitar playing Hey There, Delilah to Delilah. She's singing with him. The staff singing with him. They said that there were gasps heard in another room because, you know, <laughs> I would be like, <gasps> too, if I heard Tom Higginson singing Hey There, Delilah. <laughs> but it was when it was all said and done, Higginson and Delilah shared a little hug and Higginson told CNN back in January that the song really has resonated with a lot of people, and they were working on turning it into a television series. Now, of course, that was pre-strike, but that, I thought that was a really cute story. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that one. That's a, that was a heartbreaker, too. Very sweet. Yeah, it was. All right, this next story didn't really make me cry, but I thought it was really a cool thing that this guy's doing. So... 
This is a story about our Cincinnati Bengals punter, Drew Chrisman, his summer side hustle. So Drew grew up in Cincinnati, and he now has his dream job playing for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's got one job over the summer, and that is to keep his legs in shape. Sara, how would you go about keeping your legs in shape if you were a punter on a professional football team? Um, I would not kick a whole lot. I don't know. Tell me. How? <laughs> well, this guy, he was like, uh, I could I could have bought a Peloton, but the the cheap in, the cheap guy in me or the frugal guy in me, I think he used a nice word, frugal, just couldn't pull the trigger on a Peloton. <laughs> so he bought himself a bike and not only is he like biking around the city, but he signed up to be a DoorDash delivery driver. <laughs> so <laughs> he's delivering DoorDash on his bike. Perfect. Now, I know. Now this guy makes a million dollars per year as a kicker. So he doesn't really need that extra income. I, I don't know. I guess you could make a million dollars a year and still need the extra income, but this guy doesn't. So he uses his DoorDash money to buy food for homeless or hungry people in the community. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, there's this whole, there's a whole um, story about this from Good Morning America. Of course, I'll post the link. Um but he rides all around town with this like GoPro on and he records all of this and then he posts it to social media as a way to sort of bring awareness, I guess. And there was at one point he featured um, a small business, your mom's pizzeria. He ordered a bunch of pizzas for a homeless camp. And since they were featured, the woman who owns the company says that her little family business has picked up a, a pretty steady as a result of the video. She said that her sales have been up about 25%. Um, so he's doing this really cool thing, feeding people who are hungry, and he's helping small businesses in the process. It's really just like kind of a cool story. And you know DoorDashers, they don't really make money on the deliveries itself, but on the tips. So... What he likes to do is order food. I think he said he orders food from DoorDash once a week. He doesn't leave a tip um, in the in the tip amount when he orders. So usually someone's going to show up at his door thinking that, you know, this Drew Chrisman guy is a cheapskate. But what happens is when they show up with his food, he hands them all the cash he earned as tips that week. So they showed him... Um, tipping a, a DoorDasher $100 at one time. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. He told CBS Morning in an interview with them that, quote, no one's ever regretted making someone else's day. Very cool. And I think I could not agree more than that. It's really neat how, how people find cool ways to to do these things you know i think it's it's part of being creative i think coming up with oh. great ideas to help people because uh, sometimes i think to myself i would never have thought of that i know i don't know that i would have either and maybe it's um i'm not a selfish person but i don't know maybe i've just never been in a position to hand over all of my income 
<laughs> from a particular job to do something. Part, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's something I would have thought of either though. There are a lot of people out there um that have TikToks channels devoted to um them going out and helping homeless people, which I have mixed feelings about. I think it's really cool that they're helping people and maybe those videos are helping bring awareness to our homeless crisis here in our country. Um, but on the other hand, I feel like, is it really being that charitable if you're profiting from it? I don't know. I don't know. But then, you know, they take these these pro these huge profits that they're making off TikTok and do things like they'll take a homeless person to Walmart and buy him a tent and buy him some shoes and buy him and his entire, all of his friends food for the day, you know, so they, they do really good things with it. But it, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. That's all. I get that. I get that. But they are uh, are ultimately doing something really cool for uh, people that need it. So really good and really good things. So yeah, I agree with you. I agree with that. Well, our last story, second to last, got a little surprise for you. But our last story comes out of Hapeville, Georgia. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I am so American. Um, <laughs> there's a police officer there that surprised a young boy with a pretty cool gift. So there was this young guy going door to door in his neighborhood asking his neighbors if he could do any kind of like, can I pull some weeds for you? Could I do some trimming? He was trying to earn some extra money because he wanted to buy himself a PlayStation. And one neighbor, <laughs> there's always that one neighbor, one was annoyed that this boy was going door to door asking if he could do work for people. And they called the police and asked them to please remove this kid who's going door to door begging people. So officer, officer Colleran responded to this call and he had a conversation with the boy. There was a post on the department's Facebook page that read, quote, the young man was polite, respectful, and truthful. Officer Colloran, a gamer himself, was impressed with the young man and thought he would help him reach his goal. And that, Sara, is exactly what happened. Okay. Colloran and his buddies pooled their money and they bought this little guy a PlayStation plus a gift card for the PlayStation membership. So I guess he could start playing right away. I'm not a gamer. So I am I do know that like the Xbox sort of requires some sort of subscription. So I guess PlayStation's similar. So they went ahead and took care of that too. And when Officer Colloran returned and showed the young man what he had brought him, this, this little guy puts his hands over his face like he's crying and then reaches right over and gives this cop a big old hug. And it's the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. Watch the video. Very cool. And Sarah. I can't wait to see that one. Yes. That made me think there have got to be some dad jokes out there about video games. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Video games are great. They let you try your craziest fantasies. For example, on The Sims, you can have both a house and a job. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good one. So th that cheer sound effect is super long. Um, why doesn't Mario like to use the internet? 
Um, I don't know, Mario. Why does Mario not like to use the internet? He's afraid of browsers or Bowsers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, I maybe it's been too long since I, I, uh, I played video games. Same. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Why does Donkey Kong wear a tie? Uh, I don't know. He's got monkey business to do later. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what does the gamer use to make bread? Um, I don't know. Tell me. What you're does gonna the kick, gamer use to make you're, bread? You're going to kick yourself. Okay. Nin Nintendo. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. One more. One more. Why can't you blind a Pokemon? Um, I'm feeling like I need to cram for this one to see if I can come up with it. <laughs> but I'm just not getting there. Tell me. Tell me. It'll peek at you. Oh, God. <laughs> and that is all we have for this week's round of dad jokes. <laughs> well, they were definitely dad jokey. Yeah, they were. Perfect. Uh, all right. So recently we, um, sorry, I'm just trying to find my spot in this message. Recently, we were challenged with um, interviewing someone for this very segment of our show, The Positivity Pop-Up. And Sarah interviewed one of her friends, Jacob Hunt, about his Facebook group. It's called Got Some Good News For You. And we have that interview live now. Are you ready? I, I'm not ready to hear my voice, but we'll, oh. let's go for it. Your voice sounds amazing on this. Now, I couldn't figure out how to download the video from Messenger, so I'm playing it off my phone. So please interrupt if you're not hearing it, because if you're not hearing it, neither are, are our audience members. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, here we go. Jacob Hunt here with a good friend of mine, Jacob Hunt. Jake is the creator of a public group on Facebook called Got some good news for you. I thought it'd be fun to ask Jake a few questions about his Facebook page. It sure seems appropriate for Siren Murr's positivity pop-up. So, hi there, Jake. Hello. How are you, sir? Hey. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm just fine. Thank you. Good. So, I wanted to ask you, I'm curious, what was the inspiration for creating this group on Facebook? Oh, um, well, the, the short, short answer is, uh, I wanted some place where we could uh, actually share some good news with each other. So uh, I don't even know how long it's been now, maybe a year or two. Um, I found myself kind of uh, getting pulled into uh, the regular news cycle uh, over and over again, just seeing just the worst of the worst of humanity. And it was all over the world. You know, every time something happens anywhere in the world, uh, you know, some tragic story. Uh, there's just one after another after another, uh, particularly on the Facebook newsfeed. It just it just was feeding these negative stories in, into my brain all day, every day. And uh, I saw something where uh, it was like a GoFundMe post or something like that, where people were coming together uh, to help someone. 
uh, no one asked for any help, that kind of thing. It was just this community rallied around, you know, those typical kind of, uh, the, the stories they put at the very end of a newscast because, you know, they say, well, we just spent the last half an hour telling you all of the horrible, terrible things in the world. So here's 10 seconds of something nice. And so I thought, wow, how backwards is that? Because I, I know from my own personal experience and, uh, in, in this, you know, I haven't been around that long, but long enough to know that there's always more good. And, uh, we need, I felt like there needed to be a place. This was, you know, post right, right at the, at the end, maybe of COVID, uh, people were still afraid to go out and it was just, we need some, some kind of palate cleanser here. Uh, and it, I needed it myself. I read a whole, a whole day's worth of negative news. And I said, I, I need a place where people can share good things. So that's basically it. I just started a public group uh, called got some good news for you and invited my friends to share positive things. And uh, maybe if we could get those little, 10 second snippets from all of the local markets all over the country. Maybe it could provide some balance to the terrible stuff that we see every single day. And that was the, that was the impetus of it. It was, uh, it was just, we just needed something good. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you, I certainly look forward to a notification that there's been something posted on there because they are all just amazingly uplifting and, and heartwarming stories. Um, you know, some of them do make me tear up there. So, you know, you know how that goes, right? Absolutely. Um, what have been some of your favorite news stories that your friends have posted on there? Uh, I, I tell you, my, my brother-in-law, actually, he, he is always on there. He's a teacher uh, and he teaches, um, he, he deals a lot with, he doesn't directly teach, but he deals a lot with uh, special needs kids. And he's always posting some story uh, kind of in that realm. And I love those. Uh, I probably should have looked, looked through the feed before, uh, before grabbing the phone with you here for, for one in particular, but uh, no, I, I don't really know. There, there was one from years ago where uh, a World War II veteran, he, he had to be a hundred and he stood outside. Uh, they basically had like a Memorial day parade for him. And he stood out on his on his sidewalk where people just kept coming, coming, coming. Oh, those kinds of things. Those are my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, I know there have been so many on there. It's just, it's awesome to see. Um, have you, there are people that are not friends of yours, though, that post things on there. Is that true? It's, yeah. Um, I, I asked early on, you know, for everyone, just share this, share this with, uh, with your friends list because I can't, you know, I can't do this by myself. So there are people who I've never met, uh, people from uh, far away from where I live, uh, who semi-regularly post there. Uh, but it, it is really interesting to see, uh, you know, names that I don't recognize. Uh, it always kind of gives me a little uh, uplift there and makes me want to continue to uh, to share the, the site with people. So, yeah, just kind of shows how, how far um, a positive outlook and, and positive news can can really you know reach so many people and that's really neat because i see you've got over 400 people that have joined the group yep. and i can tell you i don't know 400 people so <laughs> <laughs> so it goes it goes well beyond my life yeah well i will uh be definitely sharing 
the, the site a lot more, you know, just uh, moving forward. And hopefully we've got some folks listening on the positivity pop-up with Fire and Murr, and we'll, we'll continue spreading the, the positive news and happiness. I love it. Let's get, let's get above a thousand. Let's get a thousand people sharing. Yes, sharing we'll stories. do that. Let's drown I'll, out I'll the share. negativity. That's right. That's what it's all about. That's uh, what's fun about uh, Siren Murr's positivity pop-up as well. Just She's had me in tears on that as well. Yeah, some of the stories are just so heartwarming. So it's it's great, great. to have a, an, a, a, a source of happy news for a change. For sure. Yep. Well, Jake, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing some more positive posts on the Got Some Good News For You Facebook page, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Please share it far and wide. I appreciate it. Have a great one. Absolutely. Absolutely well. You too, Jake. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So I loved that interview, and I love that Facebook group so much. Yeah. You know, the last I checked was just last night and they were more than half Jacob was more than halfway there to reaching his goal of a thousand followers. He's at five hundred and eight. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. That's a, an, another hundred. I, I literally went through on my um all, all my friends on Facebook and just shared it and shared it and shared it and uh, I hope everybody else does the same. Yeah, I shared it with a bunch of people last night. I sent invitations to a bunch of my friends um, on Facebook, like actual friends on Facebook. <laughs> I have a, t I have a lot of Facebook friends that aren't really like friends in real life, but I did send this off to them and hopefully we'll get some more followers. We're going to put a link in the description of this episode so that you can, um, you can follow it if you'd like. And just a, another little tidbit here, all of our stories today were sourced from that Facebook group. Again, the Facebook group name is Got Some Good News For You. So we hope you'll follow along there. Um, maybe Jacob will let us post the positivity pop-up in there once a week. Um, we'll see how that goes. That'd be great. That will be great. And uh, I will uh, be sharing this with him too. So this is going to be awesome. Great. Well, that is all we have for now. Thank you for listening and for spending your time with us. Check out our regular episode of Siren Soapbox tomorrow uh, to hear all about micro-adventures. And if you don't know what a micro-adventure is, we're going to explain it to you. So I hope you'll listen into that. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Bye. Bye.